Welcome Love to the 2018 football season of your Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy Eagles. We are here at Eden Center Stadium as we take on the Carlisle Indians. We are about a minute away from kickoff to begin the year, and we're sitting here with Dean Nicholas is uh, next to me here. Dean, a lot of new faces on this team. we got a young squad. Welcome to the season. And uh, what say you? Welcome to CHCA. <laughs> this is Dr. 
anyway. Quarterback drops back. He's going to his right. He looks. He throws. Got a guy open. Immediately by Brady Messler. That should be enough for a first down and a nice little rollout. That's Jules Rose to the right. So they were in trips right there, and they just put up the run round. It was covered really well. The quarterback on the run First made a down, Carlisle Indians at the 32-yard line. The receiver went up to get it. It was a great executed play. you got to give him credit for that. And uh, the Eagles uh, on third and uh, long there uh, gave up the first down. Right, so out to the 32-yard line. Hits to the left of Carlisle. Again, this time motion to the right. They hand it off. No, the quarterback keeps it. And great one tackle. He's getting stuffed just past the line of scrimmage. Julian Herman was in there. Pinto was in there. They wrap him up. Right Taylor on the carry. So what they're doing right now, that was an opposite play where they're driving the fullback. He's reading the end. The fullback came through. The, the defensive end crashed down. So he pulled it, and that linebacker team, Julian, his job was flying down and hit the quarterback right at the point of attack. When you're playing defense against an option team, it is all about doing your assignment. If you blow an assignment, a huge play happens. But there, right there, the defensive end crashed like you thought. The linebacker flied over and they were right in position to do what they're told, gain of one, we'll take that all day. All right, so Carlisle comes to the line, and back to, like, the 33. Dewey Keepers to the right, they're high formation, get to the back. Oh, what a sick drill at the line of Warren, 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 for the record, he's listed at 165. Listen, hey, he's small, but he packs a powerful punch. All right, chip right, can we see the left? Quarterback rolling to the right. Not much pressure. Throws open by five. Right defense. And that's over his neck, out of bounds. And that's going to be Zach Jewell rolling to his right. His pass was intended for number 18, Jack Bell. It was incomplete. It was a very similar play to the last time. They did trips to the right. Jack the Cincinnati Hills. 
Jack Bell on the tackle for the Indians. They have some First down, Cincinnati Hill. They've got a lot of size. They want to move you off the From the Carlisle, 41-yard line. Side to side, use the speed of Bernard. Let's see what else we got here. Deeper right up to the line. Rejection line. Trips to the wide side left. Single receiver right. Here. He was looking to the sideline for the ball. You've got Dean, Dion, Brady Nestor to the left. Could be Ian Stockfield in the far right. Cole throws quickly out to the right. And that is... Cole Fisher's pass was complete to number 18, Julian Herman. Hard to see that difference between number 17 and number 18 when they're 50 yards across the field. Bell and Ryan Neal on the tackle for the Indians. Eagles first down on the 28-yard line of Carlisle. Trips left, single right. Alex to the left of Fisher. Fisher tried to throw him offside. Thought he saw him move. Get the ball. Right, looks back over the defense. Makes the snap. He's going to roll to his left. Looking, looking. Throws deep to the end zone. He's going to throw it up in the air, but too far out of the Bull Fisher's pass intended for number 11. Brady Metzler was incomplete. Yeah, that was, uh, Cole was rolling out to his left. He's got to throw across his body. The guy was covered. I think he was just trying to throw it up to see what happens and overthrew it a little bit. We'll take that every single time. Just don't throw it where the defense can get it. And uh, we're looking at second down. Ball's on the right half on the 28-yard line. Second down and 10. Way active throw on Goal Fisher's pass was complete to number 11, Brady Metzler. Ryan Neal on the tackle. I am so excited to see Brady Metzler play this year as a senior. He wanted this for as long as I can remember, and he looks good out there, Dean. All right, trips to the left again. Quick wide receiver screen. That's out to aim. The Indians jump over one defender. They're going to take him down at the seven yard line. Cole Fisher's pass was complete to number one, DJ Aim. Jordan Sweeney, number 52, on the tackle for the Indians. He comes to pick him up after a shadow day. Beats some guys. Second down and four from the seven. Now we have to see what he the line of scrimmage. Here he goes. Two receivers left, two right. I put Ethan motion on the jet sweep. He's going to go around the right side. You got it. You got it. Around the right side is the end zone. Touchdown. Eight seconds left to play in the first quarter. As the blue smoke begins wafting up to the press box. 
But we said the key is eagle offense pointing out really fast. They did just that. Quickly we got the field with six thirty eight last in the first quarter. Eagles up seven nothing. Coach Mule has got to be happy with what he just saw. Dean, you really shouldn't ask for much more. Here's some of our concerns. We played third grade Marshall in our scrimmage. We lost. I mean, it was a, they're a physical team. They played well. The third grade Marshall last night lost 31 nothing to Pat. Pat got hammered in the first scrimmage against Indian Hill. So we were sitting here wondering, what does the CHKC look like? Can they handle some big physical kids up front? And you never know what you're going to get when you're coming into a season. You never know what you're going to see. And it looks like the Eagles in the scrimmage are just working through some things, as they always do, but this is just a brand new team. They're working well, they're cohesive, they're disciplined, they're, they're, they're first run through here. The first drive for defense, and the first ball run for Mike Phillips, defense. number 34, and once again, sees the ball up. Daylon Mortars and Ryan Neal, our team to receive the kick. Ryan Neal fields the kick at the 20 yard line. Fights his way up the center of the field for a tackle at about the 20 yard line. 19 yard line. Indian ball first and 10 from there. Adam Bauer. And here's Tenemer on the tackle for Cincinnati Hills. That's perfect. Let's see what the defense looks like, Keith. we got the three-man front, really young, up front. Looks like we've got uh, uh, Parker still out there. we got Ben Sanders. Robbie Glenn's in there. See what we got. Ryan Neal on the carry. Julian Herman. Is that a Wolkowski sighting? And Keyshawn Walker on the tackle. Second down and 10. That kid's going to be a football player, and that's a number we're going to be calling a lot this year. Number 30 playing left outside linebacker. Rushing back. Oh, I didn't want to check the week, but there was moving before he. Legs have been thrown. They both start penalty is being called against the Carlisle Indians. Making a second down and 15 for an Indian first. They were expecting Darren, they were expecting to come in here, run off tackles, run their options, hammer it down on the road, get five six yards to carry, and control the ball. They've gotten punched in the mouth. How many All right, so they're going to go difficult formation here. Trips to the left, the middle receiver right. Back right behind the quarterback. Now we're going to throw the little swing. Oh, good. Up, broken, up, nice. Is that Joel Pass intended for Bryce Taylor? Looks incomplete. Brady Metzler, number 11, on the cover. That brings up third down.
being led down there by senior Sam Hoyer. All right. Trips left again. Quarterback going to keep it himself. And he's going to pick up about six yards. But the Eagles can live with that as Andrew Vest is in on the tackle. Zach Jewell on the carry. Andrew Best and Eric Parker on the tackle for Cincinnati Hill. That brings up fourth and seven. Alex Bernard and DJ Ames go deep to receive the punt. Dive on the ball at the 10-yard line. He fooled up with the strip kick. 
Gurnick Live. Hey, Start him out inside the 20. The thing about that oblong ball is no matter when he puts on the ground, it's going to take some weird hops. And the, and the, the, the returner was thinking it was going to hop right into his hands, and it squirted off to the right, and he had to dive on it to keep any of the Eagles from getting it. But I tell you what, Mike Phillips has had one really good kick and two kind of weird ones, and they all ended up great. So, hey, we'll take it. Master's a weird one. Those are great <laughs> All right, so Carlisle comes to the line of scrimmage. They're going to run the option to the left. Quarterback is going to keep it again. Into a clogged up the middle. Zach Yule on the keeper. The rest of the line is back to the left. Zach Wilkowski on the tackle. Wilkowski on the tackle again. Pick up five on that. Second yeah, down, 50 yards to go for an Indian first they, from they their own 14-yard line. They didn't the big handoff. They just took the quarterback on the sweep to the left, had the fullback and tight end and a wingback kind of lead. But uh, Pinto was there. I mean, the Eagles are there. They got a three-man front. It's really weird to watch a high school undersized team play a three-man front. But that going it. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, two drops so far. <laughs> Actually switched some things up. Now on the left side, they got Kenimer up on the line. Quarterback drops straight back. He's looking. Now he stops. Big pressure. He's going to get swallowed under. Well, he breaks. Might give him beyond the line of scrimmage. Looks like the Eagles had him in the grass back behind the line. They're going to actually make it no gain. They're going to make it third and actually it'll give him a yard, third and four. They, they did that. Jewel, the ball carrier. Back along the play by Brady Messler, number 11 for Cincinnati Hills. That brings up third down. That's one great play by their quarterback on a broken play to make something out of nothing. All right, so third and four. Eagles come up to the line here. Again, that three-man front. Four backers. They're going to run the option from the left. Quarterback cuts back to the left. Oh, what a tackle. Went to the right, cut back to the left, and a great tackle there. Bluesmeyer gets him by the ankle, saves the first down. And that's the ball carrier. Fourth down and one. Lauren Bluesmeyer, the tackler. That brings up fourth down and one. Nobody at home. Bluesmeyer with an ankle tackle. Alex Bernard, DJA, RG to receive the punt. Caleb Roberts, number 33, goes back to punt. DJA feels the kick at the 47 yard line. Rolls around the left. Intended for number 18, Julian Herman was incomplete. 
Yeah, the throw was a little high. It was, it was not a great throw, but he should have had that. Julian Herman's a senior leader, and uh, you know what? It's the worst thing that happened today is Julian Herman dropped the moderately poorly thrown ball. We're going to be in good shape. So many things to say about that, but I'm going to Right. Eno trips right. Single receiver left again. Same formation. Under the handball to Alex. Alex Bernard on the carry up the middle, rolls around the right side of the field, breaks his way up the field. Oh, man, they got a whole yard line. They're going to call a hold. They're going to call it the guy who's the umpire, the referee who was looking right at it, says it's not a penalty. The tackle on the play by J.J. Roberts. The flag is thrown on the play. And that is that is a tough call. South Hill had really good position. And uh, there's a hold on number 17. And his teammates are giving him some encouragement because I think they knew that that's a tough call. Uh, another tough one. Hold has been called again. Cincinnati Hill. There's just not a hold there. There was not much there. And he bounced that out. That is uh, that's talent overcoming a little bit of uh, uh, lack of size up front and uh, the numbers in the box of the Indians. All right. Well, three pass out the flag to Alex. That's the end of the yard line. He's going to fight down in 37. Pick up. Cole Fisher's pass. Let's complete to Alex Bernard, number 21. Zach Reed on the tackle for the Indians. Really Third down, Cincinnati Hills from the Indian 37-yard line. years. He's more than capable, has the talent, has the leadership, and uh, I'm really excited to see how Cole Fisher grows this year. And uh, we're going to see something here on third and uh, 14. And you see the center right, the middle left, the high snap. The drop back, now he's going to roll to his right. He's looking, he throws on the field, he's got an open receiver. Cole Fisher rolling to his right. Legs have been thrown. Cole Fisher rolling to his right. Marking the ball at the three-yard line. Oh, I was just talking about how excited to see Cole 
First down, Cincinnati Hill. First down, goal to goal from the three-yard line. And then he ran for a touchdown on third and three. That was an amazing play. That was not a scramble with nobody in sight. He had to put some moves. He got down the sideline. He beat some of the linebackers in the end. Cole Fisher, ladies and gentlemen. And you are looking at a 21-0 ball game. Forgive me, I missed the signal. That was a touchdown. Jack Lyle in for the long snap. Brady Messler in for the hold. Mike Phillips into the kick. It is up and it is good. Indian. 
It's a good play. I'm not going to say that there was a good Josh scores on the tackle for Cincinnati Hill. I'm not going to say that. First down Indians from the, their own 30-yard yard line. For some reason, happened to be down on the ground. So, uh, let's see how if they can maintain it all the way down the field. Um, the Eagles are going to have to come off the block. Uh, Carlisle is going to have to figure out how to attack the three-three stack or the three-four defense the Eagles are rolling out. And uh, now they're in a more crucial line for them here, Dean. Oh, my goodness. It was fast. That's Mike Phillips. Mike Phillips. Ryan Neal on the carry. I yelled at Mike Phillips his entire eighth grade year to come downhill as a linebacker. And he looked at me like Duke I had John a Walker and Eric Parker on the tackle on that last play. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of the first quarter with three. Great ones left to play. I will be that every year.
the thing that's been going after is that we've shown a whole range of things that we can do. So we've run outside, we've run the jet ski, we've ran out outside of the quick hitter suburb and the metaphor. We've then run the counter inside Bernard to protect them. And then we show what happens. You know, Cole Fisher has a Ladies and gentlemen, did you know that in 1989, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy opened its doors to 165 students, preschool through seventh grade? Did you know that? Down, but 
he hasn't been hit square in a long time because he's got this quick feet and his quick hips. Yeah. 
Cole Fisher's pass, intended for number 18, Julian Herman, was yeah, incomplete. Flags have been thrown on the play. J.J. Roberts, number 21, on the coverage for the Carlisle Indians. Indians and they're, they're inside the 40. 
Right, go back. We'll hand the ball off straight up the middle. Hit just past the line. We'll run it backwards. Again. Bryce Taylor on the carry. Jack Wilkowski and Mike Phillips, number 30 and 34, respectively, on the back of Cincinnati Hills. That was the first time that he was met by two linebackers, gang tackled and rolled him back.
Here comes the snap. Carlisle's going to roll out. They're in trips right. They're doing this flood zone thing. That's Joel. Well, is right. Number 12, Robert Dodsley in great position. Knocked it out. Jack Bell was intended for the pass. Coverage on the play by Robert Dodson, number 12. Incomplete
Cole straight back, looking, looking, throws across the middle, open receiver, aimed. They got him by the eight. He pulled out of that, it was off to the races, and no one would have caught it. They were on board. Cole Fisher just threw a rope about 22 yards downfield in between a linebacker and safety. First down, Cincinnati Hills, Carlisle. Back to the line of scrimmage. 38-yard line. Right. Single receiver left. Cole's going to roll right. He's going to throw out the flat. He's got there. DJ Ames is going to go Cole to the 30-yard line. Cole Fisher's pass will complete the DJ oh, Ames. He's holding his ankle. Run over to check on him. Bart Ryan Neal on the tackle. He gets up. For the end of second down of two. Putting some weight on it. Tweaked the leg in the scrimmage the other day. They're going to help him over to the page. Not putting a lot of weight on that one angle. Like he goes back to the line, chips left, single right, and the throw right to Brady. Brady's going to take the ball right through the defense. Cole Fisher's pass will complete to Brady Metzler, number 11. That's a and Max Pottinger on the tackle. He's putting weight on both feet. And that may be a better sign than the original left. All right, back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to go two receivers left, single right. They're going to take the handoff. Now Cole's rolling to his left. Got a lot of pressure. He throws the ball out of bounds nicely. Cole Fisher rolling to his left. His pass is intended for number 11. Got a hold of Brady, that's good right. coverage on the play by 22. So, yeah, he was Four rolling out left, and he Indian. just got rid of it. Second and there was a wide receiver in uh, in the vicinity, which is why it's not an intentional grounding. Because unlike the NFL or college, if you're outside the pocket and throw it away, that's still not an excuse. You have to have a receiver in the vicinity. Otherwise, it is uh, intentional grounding. All right, back to the line for the Eagles. Herman, Herman and Brody to the right. And I think it's Nestler and Sawkill to the left. I think it's Brody in motion. They're going to fake the jet sweep. Cole Fisher's going to take it to the right. Nobody's going to catch him. Touchdown. Cole Fisher. Cole Fisher. Touchdown. Cincinnati Hill. 27-0 with 46.1 left in the first half. Impressive. Run by Fisher again. I've, I've coached Cole for two years, and I coached his little brother the last two years. I know the family. I've been waiting for this scene. I couldn't be more proud of him. I couldn't be more proud of these, these guys. I mean, Cole looks, Cole looks better better than advertised, and I've been advertising him for as long as I've known. And I tell you what, not many things live up to the hype, and Cole Fisher's having himself a day. And it is so fun to watch. The extra point is up and good. We're less than, less than a minute, left in the half. 28-0. Dean, not a whole lot you can say right now, other than uh, everything is according to the script. And, and this is this is a really good start. Yeah, the coaches couldn't be probably more happy. The only thing here that I think has raised concern in the past is Olega, DJ Ames. So, that's some business. Joe Lucas down there working with him. 
So we'll keep an eye on that to see uh, what happens. But I would think with this 28 to nothing lead during the first half, if there's any thought of any kind of injury, I'm sure that would be the last we see of DJ. Some big games coming up here. Daylong Borders. Ryan Neal, go deep to receive the kick. Absolutely. It's not worth him playing anymore. He got dinged up last week. He's having a hard time. He tried to run Mike over Phillips, here. number 34, keeping the ball up and get ready to kick off. Honestly, senior year, even if we got some big games coming up, the big games come at the end of the year, Dean. Let's uh, let's get that young man healthy. Uh, he looks really good out there. They're taking his stock off. You know, it was a weird little twist. It looks like he just rolled it. That's what it looked like. I don't know if that's kind of pounding maybe a strain from last week. Uh, but, but hopefully that young man is okay. And now Grant kicks the tail up down to the 12. Instead of returning up to the 12. Daylon Number 22 fields the kick at the 12 yard line. Returns it out to a foul. 26 yard line. That was a play. Getting down on special teams, making a huge play. Zach Wilkowski, number 30 on the tackle for Cincinnati Hill. Man, it's fun. What a good play. So the Carlisle Indians are 40 seconds and they're on their own 26 yard line. You know, the reason that's a big play, Dean, is because if they get a huge kickoff return, maybe they have enough arm to try to throw the ball in the end zone and weird things happen. Without coming down, hustling his tail off, making a tackle in the open field like that, that, that sucks all the air out, and I think Carlisle just has to run a play and get to the locker room. All right, so Carlisle, you high formation. Hand it off to the tailback. He's going to run straight forward into the line. Pick up about two yards. Ryan Neal on the carry. Ben Sanders on the tackle. A gain of two. That's going to do it. That's going to do it at halftime. Carlisle's going to let it run, it looks like. I think. They're still in a huddle formation. They're still huddling. But I I can't imagine what play they're going to run here with 10 seconds in the clock running. Are they going to – how is this working here? They're not set. There's three seconds, two seconds. One second. They're going to run a play. They're running a dive. They got a gain of two, so they're stuffing the stat book here. Stuffing the stat book on the 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 end. Seconds left of the half. 68 yards away from their own end zone. Blake Mobley. All right, we did a little bit of switcheroo here. Inductee. Had to do a little switcheroo on the headphones. I got some notes that there was a little bit of feedback. And maybe it was tough to hear, so hopefully this will be a little better. Please direct your attention to midfield. We are now We're starting the Hall of Excellence. As we recognize I'm going to step away from the microphone here real quick. Hall of Excellence for CHCA. All right. Sorry about that. Getting situated. Dean has to go down and do his due diligence as part of his uh, part of the administrative duties. So it's going to be me here at the halftime. I'll tell you what, if you're just joining us, the CHCA Eagles won the toss and deferred to uh, they, they, they made the decision to come out here and uh, whip the tail of the Carlisle Indians. And, and what was pretty much unexpected. Um. It is 28 nothing, and the Eagles have dominated every single series of this game. 
Even on the series where they had to punt, they did a pretty. It was a pretty good drive. They they got a couple of first downs. I'm gonna try to get some stats here, but I'm telling you what, the Eagles, who won the toss or uh, who, who kicked off, stopped the Indians. The Indians got a first down, and then they had to punt the ball away. And the Eagles went sideline to sideline. And they just they ran jet sweeps. They ran jet sweeps. They ran uh, they ran some uh, some, some quick hitting uh, uh, hitches. They did some run pass options to the outside receiver, and uh, they tried to do a quick hitter, but they stayed outside the whole time and scored on a jet sweep. I believe DJ Ames scored. The second time they got the football, they showed that they were going outside, and they ran a counter with uh, Alex Bernard right off of the jet sweep look and went right up the gut for a huge touchdown run. And then uh, Cole Fisher had the third and 20 scramble that was absolutely unbelievable to watch. Scrambled for about 55 yards on third and 20, scored a touchdown, and then here right near the end, Cole Fisher again on a quarterback counter, faking the jet sweep, quarterback keeps it. My goodness, 28-0, and Carlisle's really struggled. This is a big football team. They've got a lot of pride. They've got a really good program over there. And uh, it, is, it, has been, it has been really a tough, it's tough road right now if you're a Carlisle Indian. I put myself in Mike Brown's shoes. He's the head coach over there for Carlisle. I don't know what I do. I don't know how to adjust. The Eagles have hit you every single way. Screens, quick passes, deep passes, quarterback scrambles, quarterback design runs, uh, counters with uh, Alex Bernard. I don't know how you defend the Eagles, and on the same time, I don't know how you get out and, uh, and, and move the ball against the Eagles' defense. So right now, the Eagles, we are doing the Hall of Excellence. Jack Bailey is being inducted to the CHCA Hall of Excellence. Jack Bailey, full disclosure, was my eighth grade basketball coach. And he was a 7th and 8th grade teacher and my freshman and junior year science teacher. Jack Bailey is a great man, and I'm so proud to call him a friend, and I'm so honored to watch him be honored tonight. Join the CHGA Hall of Excellence as a teacher, as a coach, and as a mentor. So if you hear the melodious tones of Alan Ashbrook, he's talking about Jack Bailey right now. Kelsey Everly Hunter. A 2006 graduate of CHCA is also entering the Hall of Excellence tonight. She was a cross-country runner. She qualified for state three times. She was a swimmer, a four-year state qualifier, including six state medals. Her her friend and state champion, Casey Carpenter, uh, finished third in the 200 medley relay. Um, she committed her junior year to Marshall University, Marshall University, and competed in four Conference USA championships, and was named the Conference USA Honor Roll every year. So Kelsey Everly Hunter also was an inductee into the class, uh, the Hall of Excellence. Ryan Scheidler, a 2007 graduate of CHCA, was a state champion in the state tennis doubles in 2004, and he was third in 2007. He was undefeated in the Miami Valley Conference in all four years of high school. He was first-team All-State twice, second-team All-State twice, district champion, and district runner-up twice. 
He went to Samford University, then Samford with an A down in Alabama. He was part of the Southern Conference regular champ, regular season championship team in 2010, 11, and 12. He was team captain in 2011 and 12. Really cool stuff. So 2006, uh, 2006 CHCA grad in Kelsey Everly, El- Everly Hunter and a 2007 CHCA grad in Ryan Scheidler, as well as Jack Bailey, teacher, coach, mentor, inducted into the CHCA Hall of Excellence tonight. Congratulations to, uh, to those folks. It is, it is really awesome. So we're going to go down and talk to Jack Bailey. So if you give me a second, I have to walk down the, uh, the old steps and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some we're gonna do some reminiscing here. So hold on one second. All right. Walking down the steps. Where did they go? Oh, Jack Bailey's back up there. So here we are, Dean and Jack Bailey, one of the newest members of the CHCA Hall of Excellence. I was sitting up there talking about you were my eighth grade basketball coach, my seventh and eighth grade, and freshman and junior year science teacher, author, or proliferator of the shaggy dog joke. (laughs) I knew that had to come up. Congratulations. You're talking to the CHCA uh, broadcast of the game today. What are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Well, it's a great honor to be inducted in the Hall of Excellence. It really is. Uh, but like I said at the banquet, uh, I, I got that honor for two reasons. Number one, I had great, talented, hardworking athletes all the years I was here. Uh, and all the accomplishments were due to them. And number two, I had a great group of co-coaches. That, that knew what they were doing, really uh, connected with the kids well, and were great teachers. And, and, and because of that, and those two uh, groups of people, we had great, great athletic success here. Has a little bit to do with you, too. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I just I just recruited a lot of good kids and some good coaches. That's it. So. We can't say recruit. Recruit's not the right word. It's from the school. From the school. In the halls. In the hallway. In the hallway. So all those years, we heard about all the accomplishments, all the coach of the years, all the championships. What are some of your favorite memories coaching at CHTA? Oh, wow. Um, there are so many. Um I guess just because of, of the huge accomplishment by the boys that did it was a four bait relay that won the state championship. Uh, that was an exciting season. They went undefeated all year long, uh, and we ran against a lot of the D1 schools, and then they won the state championship going away very easily. We weren't favored, but, but those kids pulled it off, did a great job. Uh, all the junior high basketball teams we had. Uh, oh, I got memories. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I could tell a few stories also, but, um, but yeah, I mean, just a great success there. A lot of fun, hardworking players, uh, and, and they achieved a lot. So it's mostly just remembering the, the kids, the athletes, and, and the effort they put in uh, to do uh, what they did. Well, I tell you what, so, uh, Coach, I, I've been a coach here at CHC. This is my 12th season, coaching 7th and 8th grade football. And as I sat here and, I, and, and I, when, I, when it was announced that you were part of the Hall of Excellence, 
put me on a journey back, thinking back to seven, you know, seventh and eighth grade myself. Because I coached there, I'm in the coaching now, and I realized that I fashioned myself so much after the way I was coached by you. I get loud, I get crazy, I get in your face, but I love you. And I demand the most of these kids, I demand the best, the most of myself. And and that's a lot of Jack Bailey coming out in the way that I was coached. So thank you and, and these kids out here being coached that are playing on this field tonight. They've they've been through the Jack Bailey school of coaches because they have been coached by me. And that is that is the best compliment I can pay is that I modeled myself after the way that I was coached by you. So well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, one of the hardest things in coaching is to get kids to to accomplish things they think they cannot do, and you really have to push them sometimes to do that. You have to love them, let them know you care about them, and everything you do is to try to help them become better uh, and and, and show them you care, but you got to push them sometimes. Oftentimes. Oftentimes. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So we don't have a play installed uh, called Mabel, but maybe that's coming up because that was our our trap press play in eighth-grade basketball. The famous Mabel, we were talking, I was talking to Joey Ashbrook earlier this week. We were reminiscing about the days and running Mabel and just laughing oh, about yeah. all the goofy times. Cause I tell you what, that was 20-plus years ago, and those, those days may have well been yesterday. So the impact that you had on not just me, but a whole generation of CHCA athletes, this is a well-deserved honor, Coach. I appreciate that. But believe me, they've had a great impact on me in my life. They really have. I appreciate it. Thank you. And the question that a whole generation of CHCA wants to know is where did the shaggy dog joke come from? I heard that joke first time when I think I was in the seventh grade myself. <laughs> some, uh, some kids I was uh, with at Indian Lake, Ohio, on a summer vacation. Well, somewhere they're going to have to get they, – they've been putting together a collection of clips and things that go with the different Hall of Excellence people. They might need to get you telling the joke. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be a riot. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, I've gotten a lot of wear and tear out of that joke <laughs> over the years. That's for sure. Well, when that – you know, when, when, a, when a terrible, awful joke – that is just corny as all get out. It's part of your legacy. That speaks, <laughs> that speaks of the, the love and, and just kind of the, the whole purpose and memory of you here. When you can think of somebody in something and laugh like that, like, my gosh, I can't believe that's how I'm going to remember this. You've, you've made your mark. You've left your mark here. And uh, it, it is so awesome to see you back here today. It's been many years since I've seen you, Coach. It has, yeah. You look good. So it's a great honor to be here tonight and a great honor to receive the award, and I'm very appreciative of all that. And a great, great career, great uh, life here at CHCA. Thank you. Love it. You're a beloved figure, so congratulations, Jack. Thank you again. And, um, Thank you again. As we said, nobody deserved it more, so I congratulations. Appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so – with that, you've heard from a legend, the CHCA, someone who affected people on the basketball court, football field, track, and in the classroom, Jack Bailey, CHCA legend. All right, so we're making our way back up onto the booth. Great chance to see Ryan Scheidler and Eberly. 
It's a great night here for Eagles football. Great night to begin the school year. As we mentioned, just three years into the into the school year, we started up on Wednesday. Our opening convocation is this Sunday night. If you are part of the CHTA community and have never been to one of our opening convocations, it's something you need to see. It begins at 4 o'clock this Sunday evening, late afternoon, at St. Columban in Loveland. This is a tradition we've had for some time now where we officially begin the school year, have a ceremony of elevating the seniors as the leaders of the school. They march in with faculty in their academic regalia and seniors in their gowns. I always tell the students it's a chance for them as seniors to get a picture of who they are becoming from the very beginning. And so fun evening, music, prayer. I get to deliver a charge. But it's a, a chance to begin the year in the right way. And so if you have the opportunity, come out Sunday evening, St. Columban, 4 o'clock. I'd uh, love for you to be a part of the event. We'll see if we can get some stats here for the first half. Had a nice little display here from the Carlisle Marching Band. The Eagle crowd here tonight is incredible. The bleacher section is packed. Of applause for the Carlisle Indians marching band. What a great job, guys. Thank you so much. It's a whiteout. So a lot of white. The bleachers are packed. The terrace section to the left of the bleachers is packed. Looks like robust business over at the coffee bar. Football clear to the moon. And as you can probably hear now, the Charlie Brown music in the background. Charlie Brown, the musical, is coming to the MSL campus September 7th, 8th, and 9th. The 7 to 12 performance. Love to have you out. See the talent of our kids. Kids began working on that show in the middle of the summer. So a lot of activity going on around CHCA. A lot happening athletically around CHCA. We'll see if we can get Eric Taylor up here to talk to us a little bit. The volleyball team off to a great start. That team is just packed with talent. The girls' tennis season also off to a great start. New coach, Matt Dectus, has brought his skills and talents to CHCA. Prolific area coach. And many of his elite tennis players have come to play for him. So, exciting time for Eagle Tennis. Ryan Scheidler, our Hall of Excellence inductee tonight, was actually, so he was thrilled to hear that he was a new Eagle. 
And so he was the one who inducted him, who introduced him. So that's exciting. Soccer game tomorrow here at CHCA. And the Eagles are coming out onto the field now. Ladies and gentlemen, look to the north end of the field. Here come the Eagles. It's a beautiful night here in Cincinnati. Yes, probably high 70s, mid-70s. Get a temperature here for you in a second, but slightly overcast, which is breaking and giving us a great sunset up over 71. Eagles come out to warm up. Yet to see Carlisle. I don't know if we're going to be getting stats this year. We'll see if we can get those from somebody. Get a little bit of picture of uh, some of the numbers of what happened in the first half. We're joined up the second half with his last year. Joel Sauvay, CHCA senior, joining us. Joel just getting the school year kicked off only three days in. Ladies and gentlemen, look to the north end of the field. One more. Anything time. to share about what's been going on around CHCA, senior perspective, first few days of school? Um, it's been wild. Honestly, with my thoughts as a senior, it's just kind of walking in the first day. It was just kind of a surprise. It was like, wow, you know, this is my, my last day of high school. But, no, it's been fun, and it's, uh, it's been good uh, getting back into the routine. It's weird sitting up front in chapel? Oh, it is really weird, really weird. And we got a huge freshman class, which is fun, big group, a lot of new kids. We have 30 new freshmen this year. 52 new kids to the school altogether. Got another 21 kids new in the eighth grade. So a lot of kids joining us at CHCA, which has been exciting. Seven, two, zero, two, one more time. Four, eight, six, seven, two, zero, two. Come to the booth. If that is your number and bring the ticket, we will talk to you. Thank you. As you think about the year, what are some of your? What do you think are going to be some of the highlights for this year for the Eagles? Um, I'm I'm liking to see uh, Cole Fisher at quarterback. Um, a new role as uh, Danny Vanatsky graduated last year. Just to see what um he has to bring to the table. From what uh, I saw in the first half, I love his mobility. Love the way that uh, he can uh, break out of the pocket, and even sometimes when the line collapses, um, he can make a play out of nothing. So really looking to forward to watch him play. He's a heck of an athlete. Yeah. He had a huge start to the season. One more time. Everyone take out your split the pot ticket and get ready to look at it. I will announce it one more time in 10 seconds. I'm giving you 10 seconds to pull out the ticket. Ashbrook is panicking that the split the pot has not been claimed. I heard that if they do not find it, they can split with the broadcast team. It may not be official policy, but I think I saw it written somewhere. (laughs) We'll work that out. I'd say we take it all to toots after the game, but they close. Not just close, Dean. They just tore it down this week. They're gone. 
The fried pickles aren't coming back. No, no, we could go sit in the middle of the rubble and see if we can find something old and fried. <laughs> All right, if you are out there, we'd love to hear from you. Shoot us a text, 513-283-3385. Yeah, so Joel, Joel and I were just sitting here talking about the offensive line. He goes, how do you think the line's looking? And uh, Sobe, I think the line looks pretty darn good. The defensive line particularly, for having a three-man front undersized, I know we got a couple seniors, but they're small, and we got George Parker, who's a sophomore, who has no business, when you look at the size of their line, has no business competing, dominating his side of the ball. He's looking really good, and the linebackers are flying downhill. On the offensive line side, you know, this is an old-school CHCA team. I mean, we have, you know, this is back, this is back 12 years ago when we never had size. You know, we grow the kids here six foot one, 175 to 190 pounds. And that's what we got on our line. We got some guys that are a little bit bigger, but we don't have a Noyan or a Wickman or going years ago, we don't have a feel on the line, right? We don't have that size. But we got some heart and we got some tenacity and we got some skill guys that can compensate for that. So, the offensive line has looked okay, has looked pretty good, but it's it's tough to see, you know, how great okay, they are like, to the film. So you have to but they look really good as we go sideline to sideline and doing a great job on the, on the counters number, up the middle, showing the and outside stuff. Minutes, I'm going to step away from that, uh, stepping away from the uh, announcer here real quick. Alan Ashbrook is still looking for a winner. But, Joel, Dean, it's been a great first half. It's been a great first half. And so we are sitting here 40 seconds away to the end of the warm-up period, and then we're going to start. CHC is going to get the football to start the second half. Up four scores, 28-0 CHCA Eagles. It's been a great start. You know, Joel, the thing that I love the most is that when you're up 28-0 on a team, you know, in the first game of the year, non-conference, Sometimes you think, well, maybe they're not playing a team that's really up to par. Or maybe they're playing a team that's a little that's that's hitting, you know, hitting above their weight a little bit. And that's not the case here. Carlisle is a good-looking, physical, big football team. That they're well coached. Okay, I'm going to cheat They've call got it one more things. quick time. Four eight six. CHCA is taking them behind a woodshed right now. We will have to and throw another number team. shortly, though. This is an inexperienced team. I did not expect this, and I'm a little giddy. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited. Yeah. Your senior year, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think our team looks great. Like, I had a lot a lot of big questions because a lot, a lot of roles are going to have to be replaced by seniors who are inexperienced or even sophomores. Like, a lot of soft, two sophomores are on the offensive line and a sophomore on the defensive line. So, just the coming out here, showing heart, it's, it's really exciting to watch. However, as we go into the second half, they got to keep that mentality that there's still two more quarters to play. Because I often go back to think of that Fenwick game when we gave up that 21 nothing lead. Here comes the second half kick. Julian Herman collects it about the 12-yard line. He's going to wind his way up to about the 20. The Eagles are going to start dead center of the field on the 20-yard line. Up 28 nothing. Dean, kick us off here for the second half. Caleb Roberts, number 33. Well, the first thing I noticed, which doesn't necessarily come as a shock, is Julian Herman back there on kick returns in the spot where we had seen DJ Ames 
I don't know if DJ came out of the locker room. I don't think he did. So I think they're working him. Actually, he just came out. And he actually didn't even look to be limping. Has both shoes on. So we'll keep an eye. Probably won't see him back in the game, but he's standing right there. All right, so back to the line. Eagles go single receiver each side. They're going to hand this ball up right up the middle. Alex got hit. Holding the ball kind of high, but hangs on. Some for a three-yard gain. So that's that's a solid that's a solid play right there. Short little run. Now it gets you second and medium. So maybe we see Cole drop back to pass, or they give it to Alex again on second down. Gain of four yards brings up second down and six. All right, second and six. They're going to spread Sockill to the left, Metzler to the right. Snap high. They're going to hand that ball off. No, Cole keeps it himself. Cole puts a great move. He's out to the 30, to the 35, stiff arm to the 40. And he gets pushed late out of bounds, but they don't throw a flag at the 44. And Zach James wanted it. Here's This is, this is beautiful. So they're running a lot of the same stuff that we're running. So that was, the, that was, the, count, the, that was the, the jet sweep counter, Eagles right? Ball first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Shook the guy. There was an unblocked linebacker right there that Cole Fisher shook to get that first down. Great play by Cole. Great offensive execution. The Eagles team is, is, is sinking here, and I'm really going to watch the line here in the second half. We got now Wilkowski playing as an up back. Cole Fisher fakes the handoff, drops back. There's a flag in the background. Throws a dangerous pass down to Herman. Gets broken up. It's going to be a hold on the Eagles. That's going to come back. Yeah, that, that, that was a hold. I, I want to yell at the rest again. It's, I feel like that's one of my favorite pastimes. But that was definitely a hold. The they pulled the pass. Like, the, the guard, I think, pulled on the play. to be with a personal protector. Cincinnati Hills. To be the personal protector of the quarterback. And uh, that defensive end was really giving him fits. Reached his arm out. And when you hold about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage, we have a winner. We it have is, a winner. Uh, Ohio, Ohio high school look. football rules are a little bit garbage. They don't do holding from the from the line of scrimmage. They do hold, holding ten yards from the spot of the foul. So this is like a ten thousand yard penalty. First and twenty eight. All right, they hand the ball off and a sweep to Alex Bernard up to the thirty. Then at thirty five, stiff arm, steps out of bounds, stays on his feet, but they're going to call him out at the thirty five. So that's going to. Pick up a bit of yardage, but still second and almost about 19. Alex was more excited to stiff arm that, that outside linebacker and headed to the ground that he wasn't looking where he was going and he stepped out of bounds. If he just knocks him a little bit and keeps his head up, he can get 10 more yards. But, hey, good stiff arm, but now it's second forever. All right. Two left, two right. Cole drops back. He's got pressure. He steps aside, throws across the middle. Intercept. Oh, broken up. Almost intercepted. The offensive player had to become the defender. Breaks that up. Julian Herman with a nice breakup. Yeah, hey, it was a great play by the safety. That was the play that, that Cole completed earlier than, uh, earlier uh, in the second quarter where he really stuck it between the wide receiver or between the safety and the corner. The safety and the linebacker. This time the safety stepped up and was waiting on it, and Herman did a great job to make sure it wasn't an interception. And But we're looking at third and 19 here, Dean. All right, trips right, single left. Alex to the left of Cole. Cole drops straight back. Big rush. Little screen pass to Alex. Catch it at the 35 to the 40. To the 45 to the 50. Spinning on his feet. The 45 to the 40. To the 30. He cuts back to the 20. 
that might be my favorite green bass that I've ever seen. Of a CHCA eagle. Oh, that was marvelous. Two spin moves and then a juke move. I could do that, Dean. I could do that. I could do that. I just choose not to. I just choose not to because, my goodness, all I can say is wow. Wow. What an absolute play. It's a great play call. It's a screen pass. Throws it out to Alex, who bobbles the catch. I'm sitting here going, my goodness, just make sure you catch it and get upfield. And uh, holy smoke, he broke two tackles. He spun out of a huge tackle and then uh, juked the last guy out of his gym shorts Jack and walked into the, the end zone. Brady Metzler into that the was hole. fun. Mike Phillips into the there game. were three oohs that you heard come out of the entire crowd. The first spin move, the second spin move, stepping over the defender, then the juke of the third guy that looked like he had the angle on him. And every time the crowd just like, odd. I, I'm not, this isn't hyperbole. I've never seen that in school football, a screen pass like that. There's a reason he's going to play Division One college football, Dean, and that's one of them right there. That is unbelievable. I taught him that. <laughs> that was seventh grade football, first day of practice. They worked on that drill. The spin. Wow. You said on a play earlier in the game, that's going to every college on the highlight tape. That's going to be one a lot of people see. Could be on YouTube tonight. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> so if you're looking for it, it's with 1034 left in the third quarter. All right, and in the excitement, we missed the comment on the fact that Mike Phillips, the new Eagle kicker, is now 5-5 five five in extra points, and I think four touchbacks. So let's see what he does here on the kick. Yeah, that's a shout out to Mike Phillips. I mean, he had to place the role of uh, Blake Sheffer, uh, just a graduated senior who was a really good kicker. So for him to come out Jackson and uh, Richardson. be able to fill those shoes as well, uh, kudos to him. Our need to receive the kick. All right. Carlisle's got two players at the 13. They kick another squib down the middle, takes the high bounce. He's going to be picked up at the 10. He's going to try to go to the left, and there he's going to get dropped by Ben Sanders. Ben Sanders takes him down at the 20. Love Ben Sanders. He was here. Seventh and eighth grade, he was an undersized kid that was just tough as nails. And I know he left for a few years. He went to Loveland and uh, then ended up the think, coming back last year as a junior. And it just makes my heart happy to watch the investment that kid pay off as he starts and plays big roles here. He's gonna he plays defensive end slash tackle in this three three uh, formation, and I it's gonna be fun watching him play. All right, I formation handoff to the second back. And he's hit at the line of scrimmage, falls forward for a gain of two. And I think it was 28 on the tackle. That's Ben Sanders. Ben Jackson Sanders again. Number 16 on the carry, tackled on the plate. Right, Pierce Kenimer, number 25 of Cincinnati Hill. Oh, 25, Pierce Kenimer. A gain of two brings up second down and eight yards to go. Second and eight. All right, staying in the I formation, two receivers to the right, single receiver to the left. Give it to the up back this time. He's going to get stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. 
Again, the scrum moves forward. He'll pick up maybe another two yards. That's going to bring up a third down and a long five. What, what what we've learned, what I've learned after my 20-somethingth year of being involved in football is the scrimmages are worthless the rest of the interior to get a read on the team. I was petrified after watching the Thurgood scrimmage. Third down and five. I knew we had some guys out. I knew Thurgood was well coached. I knew they were pretty big, but we just got beat up and moved around. And I don't see any of that tonight. I don't see any of that tonight. I see a defensive line and linebackers who are flowing downhill and doing their job, and that makes me – that makes me really excited. All right. Third and five. Quarterback rolling to the right, looking stop. Now he's cutting back to his left. He's got a lot of space. And Eagles come up to make a tackle. And Julian Herman gets him. But he's still going to get the first down out to the 33-yard line. That was a designed play. That was a designed rollout. And if you look the way that their linemen were set up to block, that was a rollout look, and then he was sprinting First back this way. I might steal that for my junior high team this year because that was a beautifully designed play. All right, so Carlisle, big first down for them. Keeps the clock moving. Keeps the, the drive moving. So they are first and 10 at the 34-yard line. They're just joining us. Eagles up 35 to nothing with 7.30 left in the third quarter. Take it on the quarterback keeper. to stay on his feet. That gets Back stacked up after a gain of about three-yard line. Uh, three yards. It's going to be a second down and seven. That was a good play by our defensive line. Um, so ben Sanders in there was able to get the quarterback to commit one way, and then our uh, linebackers were able to go downhill and make the tackle. So a good setup here for the Eagles defense coming on second down. All right, they're going to call it four officially on the scoreboard, so they're going to call it second down and six at the 30, just short of the 38-yard line. Going to go trips to the left, pistol formation. Quarterback drops straight back. He's looking, he's looking. He throws across the middle, intercepted. By Julian Herman, who's going to be dragged out at the 39, but a great play by Herman to pick that ball off. You know, the quarterback, he was looking downfield. He had his guy open. He knew where he was going. He threw it, and Julian Herman stepped right into the passing lane. He didn't even see him. It was a great play by Julian. He just reached up. He grabbed it. You know what? Those two passes he dropped earlier as a, as a, as a hits receiver, that was the exact same thing. I'd rather he catch this one, Dean. <laughs> Big play for the Eagles. Offense is going to come out again, beginning a drive on the Carlisle side of the field. Great field position. 39-yard line with 6.08 in the third quarter. The Eagles come out. Remember, I don't know if you mentioned this, but with a 30-point lead in the second half from the Ohio High School Athletic Association rules, it's a running clock. So right now the clock, even at the change of possession, is running. So we're uh, T-minus under six minutes here in the third quarter, and Cole uh, in the shotgun. All right, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Alex to the left. They hand the ball off to Alex, who's going to go to off right. And get dragged down, gain of about three on the play. Alex Bernard. This is this is one of those Number times here. Up 35 nothing. you start wondering. That read. 
When do you start on a running clock? When do you start not giving the ball to Alex Bernard? When do you start thinking, hey, let's let's put these seniors, put these put the starters kind of over here, make sure the injuries don't don't hit. But it's a tough outcome because you want them to get to to be fresh next week for Indian Hill. So you've only really gotten a half of football. They really want to work out the kinks. So that's a tough that's a tough thing that we're going to have to do is is uh, Fisher throws the ball over to Metzler on the left on a hitch pass. Looks like it's a gain of about three yards. So, but that's that's where uh, Coach Mueller's really going to have to look. When do we pull for injury sake because we're up big, and how much more do we have to work on and get the kinks out and get the gel gel flowing for the next two weeks against Indian Hill and Wyoming? Which, spoiler alert, those are no joke. Those are going to be for real. Yeah, those those will be the two toughest games the Eagles have all season the next two weeks. So, All right, Ian goes in motion. They're going to hand this ball up to Alex up the middle. He picks up the first down, and he goes down to about the 27-yard line. It'll be enough for a first down. You know, in my really good view up here, 100 yards away, up on the press box, I would say if he cut that outside, he may still be running. But uh, he put his head down and got a first down, which is exactly what you want to do. Um, Alex Bernard continues to shine. I tell you what, between Bernard, DJ Ames, Julian Herman, Jack Wilkowski, and uh, Cole Fisher, Dean, we're going to have one whale of a time coming up with the star of the game. <laughs> All right. Two receivers left, two right. They're going to hand the ball off, and that might be to Wilkowski. It is. Jack, well, that answered your earlier question. Jack Wilkowski gets the carry. Jack Wilkowski picks up about four on the play. Good. Now we got the scrubs in it running back. <laughs> oh, love Wilkowski. I told you, he's playing a big job, a big role on defense. And now, giving him the ball on offense, give him that taste. With DJ banged up a little bit, Alex Bernard, he's back in there. Uh, nope, that's not Bernard. But with Alex Bernard getting a lot of touches tonight, up 35 nothing. Let's see what we got with some of the other kids. See see what kind of uh, see what kind of reaction they have with the football in their hands when the bullets are flying here with the real defense trying to hit them in the mouth. Alex seems to be cramping up. I don't know if they just took him out because of the point of the game or just because he's cramping. All right, they're going to hand the ball off to Wilkowski again. He sidesteps one tackler, and he's going to pick up maybe another yard or two in the game straight up the middle. That's going to bring up third and six. Well, it's, I believe it's a third, third and six right now is workable for the offense. Um, I, I would like to see uh, Cole dropping back and maybe a little out route or a short route that can uh, help him pick up the six here on the third down. So here's my other question. You're up 35 nothing. You get about three yards. I, I kind of want to see if we got a field goal kicker. That might be fun to see. We know we can pick up third and three, but, but what happens if the, the bullets are flying, like I said, of full special teams? Let's see if we get we got a kicker. Or we could just pick it up now and not have to worry about it. <laughs> third and seven. I think Cole's going to run this football. Play action. He throws over the middle. He's got an open receiver all the way down to the five-yard line. He's going to take him down. Phillips makes the catch. Hickey. So now the reception down to the two-yard line. Well, that's a good little sail route, little up and out by Mike Phillips to the side end. Now it's first and goal. Hopefully we can go ahead and just punch it here on this uh, first and goal right here. 
All right. Down to a minute 20 in the third quarter with the running clock. What a beautiful throw, Michael. Ball's down on the two-yard line. Bakushmeyer in motion. They're going to hand the ball. No. And Wilkowski goes in for the touchdown. The ball was carried by Jack Wilkowski. Jack Wilkowski touchdown. touchdown the Eagles go up 41 to nothing. 53 seconds left in the third quarter. And Jack Wilkowski scores the touchdown. Jack Wilkowski. I'm so glad. That is so fun to see. Number 30. Tell you what, he's had a game tonight. We've called his name on defense, now on offense. Blocked extra point. Blocked extra point. He came from the outside. Uh, that was not on the kicker. The kick was good. The the block or the, the defender came in untouched from the outside. That was a good play by Carlisle. Uh, but Jack Wilkowski, you know, we're saying the same names, Dean, over and over. Wilkowski, Herman, Cole Fisher. We've talked about Metzler. We've talked about Bernard. We've talked about uh, uh, – Parker, we've talked, I mean, Pinto, I mean, the same name. We've talked about a ton, but it's the same name showing up play after play after play, and it's fun to start seeing the the chemistry, start start seeing the character of this team develop. 41-0 Eagles, which exceeds all expectations for my, all of my expectations for tonight. I didn't know if we were in for a barn burner. I didn't know if we were going to be physically overmatched. I, I did not foresee this coming, and I'm, I'm overjoyed. I'm really excited to see the next few weeks. Indian Hills going to be – they're going to be everything that they were last year. And Wyoming, Wyoming is legit. I heard Wyoming is a state contender. Wyoming is absolutely a Division Four state contender. Their quarterback, which we'll talk probably is coming up, their quarterback is being offered by all kinds of Division One schools, and he's yeah. only a junior, Evan Prater. Their defensive line and offensive line are the strength of their team. Whereas, and they're celebrating their hundredth year of football the night we play them. So there'll be a lot of excitement in the air. That's incredible. So what I'm hoping for is that we can hold up signs at the end that puts 20 is greater than 100, but. <laughs> It's 22 teams. This is our 22nd season of uh, varsity football. We just got to keep subtracting from Chad's age, and we know the answer. All right. End over and kick to the 18-yard line, and a body flies through the air, and Ben Sanders with a great tackle. He is flying on special teams tonight. That's about the second or third time in the second half that he's just flown down. Whoever tries to block him, just get out of his way because you're not going to stop him. He's making great open field tackles. So You know what really makes this, when we talk about how young and inexperienced this team is overall, it really helps when we start talking about, like, Julian Herman, who's a senior, and Alex Bernard, who's a senior, and Ben Sanders, who's a senior, and and, uh, Metzler, who's a senior. When you've got senior leadership and guys stepping up and making plays, it allows those young guys to really take a step and shine on their own. To be the last play of the third quarter, they're going to go a jet sweep, finding some running room all the way out to the 37-yard line. And they're calling an official timeout. Somebody's injured. I think the runner 
He might be cramping. He's holding his calf. Hopefully that's all it is. Yeah, I think they're stretching him out. 7.3 seconds left in the quarter. I think it's Ernie Bray. They're stretching him out. It's just a cramp. Seen a bit of cramping so far tonight. So we're, we're here at the end of the third quarter. It's going to go real quick. It's going to go real quick here in the fourth quarter. Are you handing this to me? Okay, sorry. Um, and, and it, oh, he's in, he's in a lot of pain. He, oh, he's cramping. I think he's okay, the, the, the number 50 for Carlisle. Um, so the fourth quarter is going to go quick, Dean. I'm, I'm telling you, after, after a performance like this tonight, you know, if we can get one of the Indian Hill or Wyoming games, if we can manage to grab one, if we can go one and one, in those two games, we're going to be in really good shape. The other thing to keep in mind is now we're only at nine games again. I don't know if anybody knows this, but Country Day has basically dropped football. They are – I mean, they haven't been – we've won 15 straight times in a row. I believe we're 15-4 and four against Cincinnati Country Day in our, in our history and 15 in a row. But uh, in their ever, ever-encompassing wisdom, they've dropped football after week six, including dropping the Miami Valley uh, – Miami Valley – conference games, leaving all of their uh, conference mates in a lurch. So that is, that, that is, it's a disgraceful, honestly. Ladies I don't care about what's going on and quarter, how that works. You got to make it happen. Um, but now we only have nine games. So our margin for error is zero. And uh, I mean, I know numbers are down all over the place and I, I, I've heard that country days numbers are low and, and, you know, we're seeing it too here in our junior high. We're, we're working hard to do what we can. And so I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek because I know Country Day's arrival. Um, but we only have nine games. We worked hard, hard, hard to fill that open date from last year, and we're going to Gloucester Trimble. Uh, but to have that, that week seven, I believe, is now an open date again, we have no margin for error. So we have to win one of the next two games against Indian Hill and Wyoming um, to get a really good seed in the playoffs. But you know who's going to be waiting there? The Madison Mohawks. The last time we were sitting here on the on this broadcast, Madison stunned us. So all eyes moving forward have to go for the next few weeks and getting ready for that postseason. And I'm really excited after tonight, Dean. All right. So begin the fourth quarter, straight up the middle with a run. That's going to pick up the first down. But again, as we mentioned, Eagles up 41 nothing. So it's a running clock. Ball is out to the 43-yard line. I don't know what's happening. They're sleeping. It does look like they picked up the first down. There they are. Now they're moving it. Here's something that the, the coaches down, I just heard. We have three starters coming back. We are starting three starters from last year's team. It shows what kind of senior leadership and senior craziness we had. Julian Herman, uh, Cole Fisher, and Alex Bernard. Everyone else Jackson is really, 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 really new. The call for the so the Indians just run us a jet sweep and get about uh, five yards here, so it's going to be second and five. Jackson but that's what we're talking about with young, young and inexperienced. And three line. starters and only Four two of them playing line. in the positions they were starting in last year. Right. Right. right? That, that is incredible. It says something about how this team just that, – that's, that's, that's a program, right? That's a program. 
All right, clock running down to 10:26. Carlisle comes to the line, second down and seven from the 47-yard line. They're going to fake the jet sweep. Quarterback keeps it all alone. He's down to the 45, to the 40, to the 35. He's going to get pushed out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. Everybody got fooled on that play. Yeah, that was one of those. It was a designed jet sweep counter, and the defensive end got, with these only three defensive down linemen, the defensive end got swept inside. The outside linebacker didn't come flying up. He kind of stayed back on his heels and gave him plenty of room to run. Good play by the Indians. Jack Wilkowski on that last time. All right, so first and 10 for Carlisle, 33-yard line. You blow a whistle here. I think the Eagles are calling a timeout. Timeout, Cincinnati Hills. So, Coach, what's the timeout about here? Can you talk? Can you put in some young guys? young guys in it's the fourth quarter so I'm guessing what probably has happened is the last few plays they're either not coming off they're, they're coming out of their stance too high or they're not doing their assignment and this is just a timeout to let them know that hey shutouts on the line the shutouts on the line you know there's pride in that there's pride in that whether there's their freshmen and sophomores out there some of the guys who are trying to press for time coaches want to put it in their mind that listen these upperclassmen these starters they've worked their tail off all game they don't want to get get, get a shutout off the board because, you know, one of you guys made a mistake. So this is a time to just collect yourself. Hey, big boy football under the lights, probably for the first time for a lot of these guys, it's time to buckle your chin straps and do your job. And here's just a reminder, let's take a timeout and a breather, that this counts. This is on film. We're, we're, we're looking at this. My soccer coach says the same thing. Last Friday night, we played Batavia. We're up 3-0. Batavia scores with 47 seconds left in the second half, and my coach is not happy at all. Well, the message worked. They stacked him up at the line for a gain of nothing. You say that, but he just gained six yards because he kept moving his feet and moved the pile. That Carlisle running back right there had a lot of pride, and he pushed that pile. The Eagles had him for a gain of nothing, and now it's second and three. Three yards to go. I looked away too quick to put the mic in your face. <laughs> this is our preseason. I, like, missed my block. All right, back to the line. Second down and three. 27-yard line. There's a jet sweep right. Looking for the corner, and he gets stuck and slammed down by Klusmeyer. No gain on the play. Number on the carry. Just, it's just beautiful to watch. I mean, he's ripping through that block. He's playing outside backer. He rips through that block from even the tight end of the slot. I couldn't see it was over there. And just rips through. He does his job, sticks the ball carrier for a gain of nothing. And I love it. All right, back to the – Back to the huddle for Carlisle, taking their time. Underneath eight minutes here. Back to the I formation. The 27-yard line. Takes the step. They're going to hand it to the tailback, who breaks through the line after he looks like he was held up. He'll get the first down. He was rocking forward before the snap, but they let it go. 
He's going to get a first down on that play. That's one of the ones where the referee's looking up and sees the running clock 30. and the score, and he goes, you know what, if he's moving forward that a little bit, it does not Connor matter. Bryan. So the they get a first down. Uh, it was a great run. He first was leaning, but it didn't impact the, the point that he broke the tackle line. the line of scrimmage, and uh, it did a really good job getting to the next level. All right, so back to the line of scrimmage, first and ten. At the 23-yard line, a young buck to the Eagles trying to keep this shutout. Quarterback rolling out to the right. He throws high and out of bounds. There on the coverage was... That Dotson or South? I think it's Dotson. It's hard to see 12 on two or a seven for 12 or 17, but that's Dotson. That's a really good coverage over the top. That was great coverage by Dotson. Really didn't give... didn't allow the guy to get in front of him and didn't give the option for a quarterback, so he just had to throw it away. All right. Second down and 10. Again, jet sweep to the left. Eagles string it out. Keon breaks it up in the backfield and then finished off by... Eric Parker. By Eric Parker. You know what? I love seeing Eric Parker there because that means he's running from his defensive end spot on the jet sweep. He's trying to contain. He's doing his job. The reason that we teach defensive end to sprint out after that jet sweep is when Teon Grody does his job and steps up and he takes a cutback, then Parker was right there to do it. That is exactly the way you're supposed to do it, the way you're coached to do it, executed really well by Grody and Parker. All right, third and ten. This time fake the jet sweep. Quarterback keeps the ball, sidesteps, stays on his feet for a first down all the way inside the ten. Eagles try to strip the ball, but he's going to be inside the five for a first and goal. That's going to be a film highlight from the defensive coordinator. You saw about six Eagles go high, trying to tackle, swatting half-heartedly at the ball, doing arm tackles. When all night we've seen great tackling by this Eagles team. And that right there, we didn't see it. In a game like this, when you're a coach and you're looking for something to point out, that's going to be on repeat on film session tomorrow morning because that was not a great effort by this defense. All right, so first and goal from the five for Carlisle. They are going to run the ball up the middle, maybe get to the three. Let's see where it's spotted. Block running inside of five minutes. It's going to be second and goal from the two. I mean, despite the score right now, I mean, shut out the goal right now for this uh, Eagles, for this Eagles team. So defensively, if they can put together a stone stone wall right here for probably the next three downs, um, it would be quite impressive. Yeah, but you listen, Carlisle's big. They're going to punch it in. That's my guess. It takes nothing away from the, from the absolute – masterpiece that's been painted tonight by Mueller, Mueller Mueller and his crew. Quarterback keeps it, punches it in for the score. Carlisle gets on the board with four minutes and 15 seconds left in the football game. You got to give it up. Their, their student section over there is going, going crazy. He's supporting their, their team, their, their classmates. That's really good to see. I'll tell you what, this is a, this is, this is a proud program. Carlisle's a, a really good program. They've got uh, a lot of pride over there. And uh, tell you what, 
they'll 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 get their identity and they'll they'll be fine this year. Carlisle is going to be okay. They uh, come in here and it looks like there's a flag. I think roughing the kicker, but the kick was good. So they will do that. They'll probably onside kick from about the 50 yard line here with 4:15 left. 41 to seven. All right, so we're going to head on down to the field. We're gonna we're gonna let the coaches go down first, so it looks like they're gonna do that. And uh, looking out looking out over CHCA field tonight, or the field here at home CHCA, we got a really good crowd tonight. It was buzzing earlier with a big lead and the running clock in the second half. We've had some stragglers lead, but it has been a lot of fun out here. It's a picturesque night. This is what we've looked for when we started this program 25 years ago. This is exactly what we had in mind. And so if you've never been out to the field, come on out to a game. It is an absolute blast. You're going to see well-coached kids playing some great football. And uh, we're going to head down there now to go uh, try to grab some of the boys and some of the coaches after the game. So here we go. Both kids, both teams are in the huddle. Four minutes, 15 seconds left, 41-7. to The CHCA Eagles have the lead over the Carlisle Indians. We're going to go down the, down the slide here again, or the, the stairway. We're going to go talk to some players. We're going to miss the kickoff here. Actually, I'll stay up here for the kick. Thanks for joining us tonight. It has been a lot of fun. These Eagles have put on a, have put on a show. It has been a show. After the, penalty, the kickoff will be from the Cincinnati Hills. And the Eagles are uh, the Carlisle Indians are going to kick off from their from the Eagles 45. This looks really weird. I'm guessing it's going to be an onside, or they're just going to boot it way deep and try to get a a, a touchback. Here we go. He's booting it deep, and it's going to go. Oh, he caught it and stepped out of bounds. Who was it that caught that? Was that Julian Herman? Hey. You met, you're a senior leader. You're, you made some great plays today. You had that interception. That's not your best, finest moment, but we won't dwell on that. He caught the ball and moved and went out of bounds at about the 11-yard line. Walking here by the student section, as the Eagles are wrapping up here, a big opening win here on the first week of the season for the Ohio High School Athletic Association. So here we go. The team's running out. It looks like we got a bunch of the young guys. This is going to be super fun. So we're going to go down here and talk to some of the players after the game. What looks like some of the young dudes. I don't even know who's the quarterback right now. Number six. Colin Ames. He is a younger brother of DJ, which we hope to find an update on DJ Ames. But uh, Colin is a freshman, getting some varsity snaps. How fun under the lights is a freshman. All right, so we're right at the end here. Question is, the question is, are Matt Coleman player of the game? Oh, Moa, oh, boy. Is it uh, my gut level on this one, his first game of the year with first big start, for Cole Fisher, that he has to be the highlight. Listen, I'm a, I, I could not agree with you more. We've, we've called so many names. We've talked about some great guys. 
But at the end of the day, with a young team, it comes down to your quarterback play. And it has been virtually perfect. From running the ball, from his ability to extend plays, and the touch that he has, and the way he's moved his team up and down the field, Cole Fisher is my Mac Coleman player of the game. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to agree with you. Cole played a heck of a game tonight. Um, just, just it, was, it just amazes me the way he can move in the pocket, the way he can just scramble out. He can turn just a, a dead zero play where he, he looks like he's going to get nothing into a touchdown. So just kudos to him and a great job. With an asterisk on the scorecard to say Alex Bernard with the most electric run down the sideline I've ever seen. So the Eagles fumbled on a snap. Carlisle takes over at the 23. Don't know who. I think it was on the on the snap. And we're down on the field now. So from our angle, can't really see who that is or if they change linemen or not. One thing that makes me really happy, I'm down here on the field here, Dean, and we're looking up at our stands, and the student section is about the best I've ever seen it. This, this, when, this student, when this stadium has students in it, you can feel the juice, you can feel the noise, you can feel the high school atmosphere. And you see it here tonight, even in a game of 41-7. to 7, It is packed. It is loud. This is what this is what it's all about. I love it. This is, I, I'm so glad fall and football season is here. I just it is the it is awesome. No students went home. They're all there. So big crowd, great senior class this year. A lot of spirit. You see a lot of them down on the fence getting the crowd going. So yeah, this this uh getting a lot of energy in this place this year. And again, I don't think just for football. We're gonna see it across the board. Great student section. The Eagles' nest is back. All right, so a minute 53 left. Carlisle looking to punch it in one more time off the turnover. Quarterback is – no, he's hand the ball up. Touchdown. Just like that. So, for Carlisle, now with Keen on the board – the clock will stop for the last minute, 43. I just, I just heard the, uh, the, the opposing student section chanting, he's a freshman. I'll tell you what, number 22 here for Carlisle, he just ran that in. That was a good-looking play for a freshman. Snap, hold, kick is up and good. So, good. A minute 43 left. Eagles will get the ball kicked off one more time. A couple plays, and hopefully they take this one uh, to the locker room. Yeah, right now I think uh, for the Eagles is just getting those underclassmen, a lot of those freshmen and even some of your sophomores, and then maybe a few juniors just right now, uh, just get them more experience. And you know you're going to see some uh, bumps and bruises or some rough edges with the play. It's all for experience, as uh, you don't want to keep your starters out here when you're up by a big amount like we are. All right, a big one next week. Indian Hill won there last year in the rain. Talented squad coming here to CHCA, old rivalry. What are your thoughts about that game going into it after what you've seen tonight? 
I don't know. After what I've seen tonight, Indian Hill is going to be really good. We beat them with a load. We were loaded last year. And we beat them 21 to 14 in the rain. And both teams were both teams were passing teams. We had to grind it out, and uh, we really needed we really needed some kids to step up in the rain, and we did, and we got a big win. It's going to be something next week. I I'm really looking forward to um, I'm really looking forward to it, Dean, because we may after seeing what we did tonight, we may have the horses to run. We may have the horses to run with those guys. I could be wrong, but from where I was. Ten hours ago to where I am now, I, I would say that I'm I'm excited about the game next week. Listen, we're well coached. We've got the talent. We may not have the size, but we got the heart. Let's go. Let's let's host Indian Hill and let's see what we got. And then that'll give us a real good insight as to how the season's going to roll. Because if we can put up with Indian Hill and compete with Wyoming, they're they're a couple divisions higher than we are. They're a division or two higher. We're we're in good shape for the Division Five. Uh, postseason and making a run and doing the CHCA thing we always do. So minute 42 left, Eagle squad over the sideline, getting his last bit of instructions, come back out, and is it Ames under quarterback? Yeah, number six, Ames. Yep. Ames takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to go misdirection. He's going to go to the left, and this kid can run. A spin move, and he's going to pick up a first down. He's a big kid. He's a freshman. He's a great athlete. And as impressive as that is right there, standing right by our baseball coach, who's just thinking, don't let the freshman baseball stud get hurt. <laughs> Hey, talk to us about him as a baseball player. He's, he's a kid we're really excited to, to take a look at. You know, he's got some impressive numbers that he's put up at the, you know, at the club level and, uh, you know, PBR showcases. So, we, you know, we're, we're excited to, um, to see what he's got. But, um, you know, hope he has a, a great season here this fall, stays healthy, and uh, has a lot of fun here uh, in the stadium. All right. Going to hand the ball off this time. On the right side, gets the corner. Jackson White on the carry for Cincinnati Hills. Jackson White with the carry. Going to take us under a minute. Actually, they stopped the clock. Weird, we haven't had a clock stop in a long time. Second and seven, picked up three on that. Yeah, why would the clock stop here? That, that's Must have gone out of bounds. Yeah, under 30. Yeah, under 30. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Flags thrown. I think too many guys on the field or illegal substitution. Yep. Yep. Somebody was trying to sprint off the field when the flag went up, so. That'll back it up five. That'll make it second down and 13. This is, this is the end of the game. You're up big scramble, trying to get young guys in. They're running around like a fire drill. So, this it drives coaches nuts. But this is a good problem to have because it happens when you're up big trying to get guys in garbage time. You take it. You take the sloppiness. <laughs> All right. Back in the shotgun. Ames is going to hand that ball off. Goes right up the middle. 
And there's a flag comes flying in. I don't know who that's on. But I think there's going to be a personal foul on somebody. It's number 40 for the Eagles. Came down. I don't have my uh, scorecard on me. Luke Pantheoli with a carry, but I don't know who got the penalty. It was against Carlisle. Oh, it's Mueller. I think he's getting uh, cheap shotted a little bit, and he kind of lost. He's kind of losing his temper, and I think that, you know, obviously Coach Mueller's probably telling the refs, watch it, and Carlisle just got caught. So. All right, so Eagles move down the field, first and 10. And now run this ball straight up the middle. And under 35 seconds. Luke Pantheoli getting some runs. Yeah! Freshman. He was on my team. He was on my team captains last year. Luke Pantalonis is what we called him. Pantheoli. Love seeing him get the ball. Well earned, son. Good job. Eagles go back in the huddle. They're going to let this clock run down. Coach Mueller does what Coach Mueller does. Gets them ready. They win a football game. Big game here tonight. 41-14. Clock goes to zero. Players line it up. Eagles start the season off successfully in the whiteout. There's a lot of baby powder flying around up there. Love it. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll get through the uh, we'll get through this line here. We're gonna grab Cole Fisher as the uh, player of the game. First career varsity start at quarterback. And like we talked about, Dean surpassed all expectations. Cole Fisher was sharp, he looked good, it was beautiful. I'm gonna go try to grab him. Alright. Players are gonna run to the student section. Players running the student section is they're going to kick in the band. Great scene here tonight as the Eagles win their first game of the season. Win it big, 41-14 against Carlisle. A lot of first-time varsity experience for some of these kids. They won't forget this moment. For the Pantheolis, the freshman out there who got playing time, first varsity game. Now up in the crowd, singing and dancing with the student section. Be careful with the sledgehammer up there. <laughs> Cole's up there, help him lead it. So as soon as he breaks away from hanging out and celebrating a well-deserved win in his first varsity start, we don't want to take away the celebration from him. That's what he worked so hard for. So we'll grab him here in just a second. All right. All right, let's see if we can get him here before he gets in here. We We can grab him right after the huddle. We'll get him after the huddle. Yep. (laughs) 
How much time do we got? Just wait. We can. How much time we got? We got time. A little we cold. All grown up. Yeah. Right. Go into the huddle out on the field. They take a knee. Coach is chatting with them. Got to work out a way. We uh, used to get our stat updates from Drew Baker, but now that Drew Baker is no longer the stat man, we got to get a new connection. Usually this is when we filled everybody in on all the stats in the game. So you're going to have to make them up. How many yards do you think Alex rushed for tonight? I would guess Alex rushed for, well, the one was a pass. He had two screen passes. So from scrimmage, I think that Alex probably had about 180 yards from scrimmage today, tonight. But the, 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 the stat that matters, Dean, is it's 41 to 14. <laughs> and that's the one that we take with us, and that's the one that puts the one in the W column. How many yards do you think Cole Fisher threw for? You know, as I go back in and I think the screen pass, the one screen pass was about 60. He had the other long touchdown pass called back. He pro- but he probably rushed for about another 100. He had a couple long runs. So he probably has 250 from scrimmage altogether. So a big game for him. He rushed for two touchdowns and threw for another. Is that right? Yep, two, t- two rushing touchdowns, threw for another, had one called back on a penalty. So, and the other great thing about it is just like you said, that leadership to keep things calm, keep the players moving forward. Again, something we didn't really talk about during the game is Myers, who again is injured. Yeah. Last year, him early. This year, lost him recently. Recently, but even before the scrimmages, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it in just practice? A few weeks ago, he tore his meniscus, needed some surgeries, out four to six. So uh, he'll be, you know, he's missed his senior leadership. And uh, he was the hero last year against Indian Hill in the rain. He's the one that stepped up when Bernard got, got dinged up and was out for the rest of the game. Uh, you know, Myers came in and rushed for that huge touchdown. In the rain, it was awesome. Um, and so, you know, senior kid, I hope, I hope he comes back on the field and, and really uh, gives it his all at the end of the year. Uh, that's when we're going to really need some fresh legs, and he might be able to provide it. Coach talking to his player says the biggest jump a good football team needs to make is from week one to week two. And he said the jump they made from last week to this week was impressive. But he said it has to happen next week to be ready. He's talking a little bit about some mental errors and wants to see them make the next leap by how they practice this week against a very good Indian Hill team for next week. It's going to be a battle, Dean. The next two weeks, you know, when you, when you play a CHL team, sometimes that doesn't meet, mean quite as much as it used to, unless it's Wyoming and Indian Hill. Those two are the cream of the crop. They are – they are always on top. Indian Hill or Wyoming wins the CHL every single year, and that is a rivalry. I hope we play those two teams every single year because they are they're similar-sized teams to us. They're similar in their makeup and the way that they run, their offenses, their mirror images. It's just that's what we want. We want to play those teams to prepare us for the postseason. They're a little bigger than we are, so we're not going to run into them in the playoffs. So it's just a great neighborhood rivalry to have. They're both, they're both great teams, 
great, great coach, good kid. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. I'm really excited to see, you know, like we, like coach just said, we made a leap from last week. We got to make that jump again. Coach Mueller is exactly right. But uh, Indian Hill next week here at home, if you're out there listening, come to a home game. You will not be disappointed. It is awesome. It is beautiful. The, the facilities are gorgeous. And uh, it's a lot. It's, this, this team's going to be fun to watch. All right, team's having its final prayer. See if we can grab Cole when they break out of this. Fan base in its whiteout garb is on the field. All right, let's see if we can find Cole. See if we can grab him real quick. Remy Cole Fisher, the Matt Coleman player of the game. First big varsity start at quarterback. Coming out here, what were you feeling going into this game? Obviously, the first three games jitters, you know. First time starting as a varsity quarterback, I was nervous. But I felt prepared at the same time, you know, with the information the coaches have prepared for us. I trust my O-line up front. I trust my receivers. And I just felt good about myself. You guys were dominant offensively in the first half. Did you expect that in this game? Or were you guys surprised how everything started clicking on all cylinders? Yeah, we were expecting that. We were The main thing was stress and practice. Use speed to our advantage. We were the faster team. We were the more athletic team. We used our athleticism to our advantage, and that's why we put up big numbers. We've been talking about you from even the beginning of freshman. I remember you got some playing time down at the uh, Honey Bowl way down south and saying this day would be coming. So now it's here. It was fun to see you. What do you see looking forward in this season? Excitement. I'm really excited. Our team has a lot of potential. We can do great things. If we put in the work for it and if we focus, we can get big things done. Thanks a lot. Last, Last word here on that scramble touchdown run that you ran. That was all my coaching, right? The oh, United yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. That was all from middle school. That was all a whale of a place, son. Thank you. Thank he you. got that up quickly. He said he coached that in the seventh grade. So, great game. Impressed. We don't have your stats. We were guessing at him, but you had a great game. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So, it's been a fun one. It's been exciting seeing this team and what they've done. We're looking forward to bringing you another one next week. But for now, we'll sign off. 41-14. Any last thoughts? Let's go get the Indian Hill Braves. Let's do it. Great job tonight. 1-0. That's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, Indian Hill's coming to our house. So, if I'm Indian Hill, I'm watching out. All right, folks. Look forward to seeing you next time, 7 o'clock. We'll be here next Friday. Have a great week.